that, you know, I'm vegan because I really want to minimize the amount of harm my choices cause every day. And it's, it's not to say that you avoid creating all harm in the world. Uh, that's, that's pretty well impossible, is that there's always something harmed in a process. But the idea is trying to minimize as much as you can the amount of harm you cause and, and always trying to, to create less harm and less harm and do better and do better. And I think that's, you know, why I do it. Welcome to the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. I'm your host, Pat McCauley. This podcast is all about celebrating the lives of those who have adopted a plant-based or vegan lifestyle and how it has positively impacted their health, relationships, outlook on life, and so much more. For more episodes and information about the benefits of living a plant-based or vegan lifestyle, visit eatgreenmakegreen.com. All right, welcome back or welcome to the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. I got a special end-of-the-year episode for you. Um, I was going to try to kind of uh, casually talk and read my intro like I normally do, but um, I kind of wrote, wrote this uh, intro that's going to be underneath the episode, and I think it kind of came out well, so uh, I'm just going to read it to you guys. All the way back in March, I decided to start the Eat Green, Make Green podcast in hopes of educating people about the power of living a plant-based vegan lifestyle with the intent of positively impacting people's lives through telling other, other people's relatable stories. I committed to doing one episode each week for the entire year. At the time, however, I only knew three other vegans. My mom, who I had only recently coerced into giving it a try, and my friends Pete and Carly. Those were my first three episodes, and I had no idea how I was going to find a new person each week to continue the show. Well, it turns out that the plant-based and vegan community is filled with absolute studs. People who went out of their way on a day's notice, people who opened their arms to me, their homes to me, their families to me, and shared my passion to help spread the word about the profound health and environmental impacts of our daily decisions. From Boston to L.A. to London to Singapore and countless places in between, I've been absolutely humbled by the amount of love and support I've received. Although my journey started around health, 38 episodes and 39 guests later, veganism for me has taken on a much broader meaning. A meaning I've always agreed with, but never truly connected the dots. A meaning that almost every person of every color of every religion has heard of. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Whether you're black, white, brown, yellow, or orange, whether you're gay, straight, bi, trans, whether you're rich or poor, whether you walk on two legs or four, whether you have skin or fur, we all feel pain and we all desire in some capacity to live. Three years ago, the word vegan was foreign, scary, crazy, unhealthy, hipster, and not even a thought to me. Now I've come to realize it simply embodies a rule I was taught by my mother at a very young age, the golden rule. As many of you know, I end each episode by asking the guest why he or she eats green or lives a plant-based or vegan lifestyle. On this week's episode, listen to the many reasons why all my amazing guests live the plant-based or vegan lifestyle. I hope you guys enjoy this one, and I wish everyone a happy and healthy 2018. Well, we're on this earth a long time. I want to be the best that I can be. I want to be healthy. If I'm going to be here, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to be there for my grandchildren. I'm going to be here for my teenagers still. Um, You know, family is forever, and they always need their mother. Mm -hmm. So um, I just want to be the best person I I can be. Um, And physically feeling physically, number one, just physically feeling good. I can attack things I still want to do, and which is 
still reach out to people and be there for people in any way I can, way, shape, or form. I want, you know, I want a reason to get up and, and help people. That's all I want to do. And I think uh, making green, maybe if I can bring peace or happiness or comfort to another human being, um, I want to do that. But if I'm not physically at my best, that'll take away from my goal. And that mm-hmm. will always be my goal. I tie it into relevancy. Basically, what you just said, that's your relevancy. Your, your green is what makes you tick, what makes the best pat humanly possible. And it does for me too, because I tie it into my willingness to be open, to learn what works for me. Again, and in, not to fully repeat myself, but it's I didn't dive right into veganism. Mm-hmm. I tiptoed, I, you know, I... Walked around it. I tried to find what works, but the willingness to be open was there, and that's what green is to me because it was just this this never-ending path. But at least the first stepping stone was to finding that new sense of self as a as a mid twenty-year-old. It's like I got to. This is a new path for Peter. Let's explore it. Let's see what happens with it. And the green for me. Again, it's really, it just, I keep getting better. And it, it's relative. You know, I, it doesn't mean I have great days every day, but I keep growing as a person, as a business, whatever it may be. It's, you know, I'm open. I'm open to learning. And that's what green does for me because I learn how, that, how the food makes me feel. I'm like, wow, this is, okay, what else can this do? Who else is doing this? To, again, to like kind of wrap it up, it's just you go down this path that's, that's really cool and it keeps you learning. It keeps you on your toes rather than this is what I know, so I'm going to stick with it. If there's a new superfood in Hawaii, I want to try it. You better give me that superfood. <laughs> and I'm only going to learn that through being green rather than just saying, yeah. give me that buff chick cow and I'm just going <laughs> to chill on the couch. It's, it's a one step forward mentality, I think, is being green. I eat green because... First of all, it makes me feel like the best. Um, and in that, I'm able to function at high, like maximum capacity. It's, um, I feel the healthiest. I feel like I look the healthiest that I've looked. I think that um, I do it for the environment. I think that's green. I think that, you know, that our planet's really like screaming for help right now and needs, you know, everyone to make a change. And I, for me, this is the best way, most impactful way I believe that we can make a change in our, in our earth and our, our planet and our animals. And, you know, even down to third world countries who are making and growing livestock for us that aren't profiting off of it. You know, I mean, I think, and I think that this, on a massive scale is the right choice. Um, I think green for me is like sim- sim- symbolizes like vitality and, you know, and regeneration. And it's something that's like sustainable. And um, yeah, and I think it is. I mean, I'm able to, I think, as you said, you eating green, it's making you feel great. And you're making green because you're you know you're you're pushing out greenness you're pushing out vitality life it's living it's something real um and yeah and I think it has helped me in my career I feel like more passionate and more able to follow my dreams um because I'm healthy and happy yeah I think it's um it just makes me better at everything I do I think uh there's I I don't eat um well it's called for to use a term, I don't eat green to make money necessarily. It is not a, a direct correlation to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even get up thinking about, you know, how much money am I going to make today or, or what am I like? I think when you adopt a lifestyle where you're, you know, primarily focused on bringing your best every day when you wake up, you start getting up earlier, you start getting more accomplished and you focus on the things that matter to you and you're generally excited about doing them and and really 
being the best you can, both in business, with your family, you know, however you define success, I guess, um, stuff starts happening for you, right? I mean, I think people generally like to be around positive people that are optimistic and make stuff happen, right? I mean, yeah, not every day for me is great. I got two young kids. They just came off 24 hours of flight. I mean, they were a terror on the flight, right? <laughs> like, and I yell at my kids just like everybody else, and you know, I get frustrated with them, and there's days I got more energy, days I have less. Um, but as a baseline, um, I am able to get more accomplished in a day than I certainly was four years ago and then most people. Um, and every day I try to make that, you know, try to up the stakes for myself and say, what can I do today that I wasn't doing yesterday? How do I build on that success? And I think overall um, it snowballs. And look, I was a overweight, overworked, you know, uh, lawyer with no money in the bank and a path that had me kind of eventually paying off debt and, you know, moving to a bigger house and joining a country club. And there's nothing wrong. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if that's your goal and that's the path you're on. Um, but to look at where I am now, just, you know, four short years later of focusing on the things that are important to me and the success I've had in a business context to provide for my kids, um, has been transformational. You know, I can't attribute that solely to diet, right? I think it was a change in perspective overall for me. Um, but I can't imagine it doing it without a really um, disciplined approach to health and wellness and and using that as fuel to continue to, to do uh, the things that are important to me. It's ironically pretty very similar. I think when you um, clear your mind of that fog we were talking about earlier and just getting you in the best form of yourself, I think you end up just opening up so many other doors in your world that you didn't know existed because you're just livelier. You're more um, interested in more things. You just, you're more outgoing. And I just feel like it gets you more out of that you know, little dark spell we're under when we're doing certain things that are unhealthy, that when you're having a healthy lifestyle, you tend to do everything else better. You, you want to go to work happier. You, go, you think of ideas more. And I just think it's, it's cleansing. So when you, that, that term, honestly, your business name, is, it just fits. It, it's, it's just, it makes sense. There's no other way you can explain it. And um, I agree with it. I think it gets back into me being an idealist. It's just, I, there's something about me. I, I feel that whatever I do in my life, whether I'm doing something because I'm intrinsically motivated for my own fulfillment, it like, it's never going to be a hundred percent fulfilling to me unless I'm doing it for the big picture. And I, you know, I'm obviously passionate about music and I always will be, but there's a certain element of veganism for me that is like, I envision a better wor world. I envision a better future. And I think that humans are capable of so much if we're totally committed to being rational and logical and really embracing what makes us human, you know, embracing the humane mm. and connecting with our, our empathy. Uh, so I guess for me, it's like living a life where all of that aligns, you know, really like getting your what you really feel your, your values, your core values deep down, getting that aligned with your daily behavior, getting, getting your, you, you know, your body is functioning to a level of efficiency where it's not holding you back. You're never run down. You know, you're living every moment of every day on task, doing the things you need to do to accomplish your goals. And, and like being vegan is totally supportive of that. And then, you know, having your values support that as well. And, and knowing that you're not being a drain on the environment around you. Like, the, I really am a believer that there's a spiritual element to that. There's a spiritual element to waking up every day and being like, all right, today I'm not harming any animals. I'm not, I'm not hurting anybody to get where I need to go, you know? And in this, the environment, that works the same way. I'm not causing unnecessary damage to the environment just to get my daily caloric needs met. You know? mm. So it's for me, it's like having that whole holistic picture come together. Everything's aligned. You know, I, I feel so blessed to have the lifestyle that I have. I feel like I, 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 I'm not putting out this frenetic, stressed energy to gain, to have, to acquire 
because I live simply. And to me, that is making green because mm. I'm not like zeroed in on a toxic lifestyle to, to accumulate materialistic possessions that don't serve me and therefore make me ill and make me like have a shitty quality of life. So like, I feel like I'm making green every day by just opting out of, again, supporting any kind of corporation that provides products that, that have no value. So I don't spend money on things that just bring nothing to the table, basically have no value. Um, and I'm in a, I'm in a profession that I am so proud of because I'm doing work that changes people's lives just like you do. Mm. Like we're in a, in a, I don't even like to call it a business. It's more of a, it's a calling. Yeah. You know, it's what I say. It's like other people are like, oh, this is what you do. I say, no, this is my legacy. Yeah. This is what I'm going to be known for. Mm. You know, changing people's lives. Even if it's just one conversation I have with someone randomly that I'll never see again. I know I affected them. Yeah. Even if they didn't agree with me on at the moment, I know I made them think. Yeah. You know, so just staying true to who I am, speaking up in situations where I know I need to not having fear, you know, and again, the confidence comes from my brain being clear and yeah. being hydrated and consuming foods that serve me yeah. because I have self-love. Mm-hmm. So that to me is making massive amounts of green. Uh, well, I, I live a plant-based lifestyle. Uh, essentially, I think that the most important reason for me now is because I want to reduce harm in the world. And so it's it's not only the direct harm that's being caused to the animals that that are you know in the food system, but um, you know as I learn more over the years is that you know there's a moral harm to every person that you know is indoctrinated into being blind to the suffering of these animals. You know it harms them. Uh, it, it lowers the compassion of us as as a civilization which, you know, bleeds off into other areas of the world. And I think it bleeds off into other world problems, uh, this lack of compassion, you know. And, you know, it's the harm of the people that, you know, work in the slaughterhouses and they end up having, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder because they're killing thousands of animals a day. You know, these are people that don't have a choice. You know, they're usually in a, a lower economic situation where they're forced to take whatever job. And especially, you know, in, in the U.S., a lot of times they're just, they're given no health care and they're discarded if they get injured on the job. Uh, it affects their families, alcoholism, and, and all those kinds of things. So in Asia here, we have, you know, in the seafood industry, we have people who were slaves. You know, their passport's taken away, they're put on a ship, and they, they go fishing and bring in this unsustainable and, you know, slave-caught, um, you know, uh, seafood. So, you know, there's a lot of harm that goes into there. And then, you know, when we when we blow it up to the global scale of... Uh, you know, the fact that we're in the sixth mass extinction now, and that's being driven by our deforestation, you know, which is being driven by our desire for meat. Um, you know, that's a lot of animals being killed, but uh, at the same time, it's also polluting the water and the land of, of people, uh, you know, and so that's affecting their health and, and not only, con- you know, consuming the animal products to, to an excess now is contributing to so many, so, so much human suffering through health. And then to the the climate change of people who are you know losing you know the islands they live on, uh, and to to you know, all, all the all the other predicted things in terms of food shortages in the future due to the the droughts and the unpredictable climate, you know there's so much human suffering, uh, and when animal agriculture is such a major driver of climate change that you know i'm vegan because i really want to minimize the amount of harm my choices cause every day and it's it's not to say that you avoid creating all harm in the world uh that's that's pretty well impossible is that there's always something harmed in a process but the idea is trying to minimize as much as you can the amount of harm you cause and and always trying to to create less harm and less harm and do better and do better and i think that's you know why i do it so I think making green and living this lifestyle is about being conscious of my impact in the world. And I think I always believe that it's always, you know, our goal is, you know, when we're born into this world, we want to leave the world a little bit better than, than it 
than it was before when we leave. We want to create a, you know, a footprint. And it's not just about us. It's, for me, it's about my child. It's maybe it's about her children as well. It's about li- leaving a legacy and making the world a little bit better. So making green is a conscious mindset, knowing that every single decision that I make has a, a, a direct impact on the world around me. It's all energy. So so when I turned vegan, it wasn't just not eating meat, but realizing that, you know, things like um, sweatshop slavery, you know, things things like that that did not, that, that I didn't consider now I'm just thinking okay maybe I want to start investing in more ethical sustainable sources of clothing and going more organic natural hair care products so it's a, a huge shift so I think it's it, and I believe that you know we're a lot more equal than we are different and I think we just need to really start stop competing with each other and collaborative and, and collectively create change because because um, I mean, with social media and with the plant-based movement, it's grown so much, and people are starting to be more aware of what actually going is going on. Now, changing your light bulb, you know, turning off the water when you're when you're brushing your teeth are cute little ideas. But the best thing that you can actually do is change what you have on your plate, because that says a lot more than changing a light bulb, because that has impacted permeates every cell of your body so what i mean by that is that because we talk about energy because i think the mental clarity comes from obviously less digestion but on a spiritual level i believe that when uh, an animal is slaughtered that energy doesn't dissipate when that that enemy uh, the animal feels that fear just before it's it's gone that energy stays there and when you consume that you consume the energy as well so, so I think energy doesn't just dissipate, it changes its form. So I think that's also part of the reason why I'm a lot more connected and I would say a lot more spiritual and I'm a lot more conscious. And I think eating green is the first step to creating a conscious revolution, to creating change and being a part of the change as Gandhi once put it. Well, um, of course, the three reasons, health for the environment and for the animals, but when, um, when, when I talk about living a plant-based, a vegan lifestyle, that's just a part of who I am. In the, in the biggest sense, I want to try and lead a more compassionate life and not just um, towards the environment, the health, the animals, but also with people, you know. Um, when, when you approach someone about veganism or living a plant-based lifestyle, um, it's very easy to come across as very preachy or very aggressive, so... Uh, I like to, I, I used to be like very negative about it and very aggressive, but um, I, I've, I've made a switch to become a more positive, a more approachable person so that when people see what I'm doing, you know, they will, they will, get ins- they will hopefully get inspired with what I do and the way I live. And, um, um, and, and apart from just being a more, uh, living a more compassionate lifestyle in terms of um, that aspect, there's also... Uh, I'm I'm uh, more uh, I would say I've met more people in the green community in Singapore which I've never learned mm. about like living a plastic uh, zero waste lifestyle yeah uh, use less plastic about buying fair trade and um, um, supporting all, all those type of ethical sustainable industries so um, living a plant-based lifestyle vegan lifestyle is important it's a part of who i am but there's also a whole other aspect about living a more compassionate lifestyle to to help um help the world be a a less cruel place and uh yeah more positivity bring more positivity to the world um and just be another statistic and die of a preventable disease just like your dad or just like your grandparents or whatever and miss out on years of 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 life with the ones you love or you can go just make this change and change your life and live a healthy life a life that you're not doing harm to anybody else or the planet um and find out how good you can be how good you can feel you know, thrive into your hundreds and be around for your grandkids, your great grandkids, and just really squeeze out all that life has to offer. Um, you know, that to me is, is veganism. Yeah, the environment and, and the 
uh, creatures on the planet, yeah, that's, that's totally there for me. But for me, it's about living life. It's about being in control of your own destiny, of your own health, and being able to enjoy life in the ones you love and being there for them. And um, I always tell this to my clients that you not taking the time to get your health in order to make these changes in your life is not... A lot of people say, hey, you know, you know, me taking care of myself and taking the hour out of the day to go for a walk or the time to cook a good plant-based meal or the time to go to yoga or whatever. And I get this a lot from parents that that is, that's selfish. You know, I have kids, I have kids I have to look after. And what I say is by not taking care of yourself, you're the selfish one. You're the one that's going to battle health issues. You're the one that's going to be a burden to your kids at old age. You're the one that's going to die and not be around to take care of them. Um, so you're the, you're the selfish one for not taking the time to get your health in order. That's what this is all about. Okay. And, and it's about thriving into old age. It's about being healthy. It's about feeling your best. It's about living life. That's what a plant-based vegan lifestyle is. So when I think of the color green, I guess I think of like people think of money, obviously, um, I think of things growing and flourishing and thriving. So kind of like what we were just talking about, like eating this way makes you just want to be a better person. So to me, making green is just constantly growing in every area of my life. And eating this way makes me thrive and allows me to flourish. The reason I'm vegan is every single day is I just think of, I, I think of veganism as an issue of fundamental justice. I look at veganism um, along the lines of any, any fundamental rights issue that we all agree on that um, when we think about like moral issues, I think choosing to be vegan, it's simply us standing up and saying all animal abuse is wrong. It doesn't make sense to point and say that abusing dogs is wrong and then eating a cheeseburger or eating a chicken sandwich or eating eggs, which go in direct um, contrast to us saying that so we all say that animal abuse is wrong and get upset when people beat dogs but every single day of my life I live vegan because using and killing animals is wrong we're causing animal suffering and death and that's what motivates me every day is um that we don't need to be doing it it's 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 a, it goes against our values and we can be so healthy so so high high achieving doing reaching for everything we want to do without animal products. That motivates me. I guess the what make, what make green for me is running for all sentient beings. It's doing the best I can and educating others about veganism and why I think that we all should be vegan because we all agree that, um, we already agree with the pretense for veganism that hurting animals is wrong. So I think, yeah, just, um, it's, it, has a, it has a pretty strong moral footing for me. Yeah. And I think all of us can see that when we start thinking about it more. I mean, I think it, it goes back to compassion for the animals. Um, it goes back to just feeling better. I mean, it's compassion for the animals. It's for the environment. It's for my own personal health. Mm. It's um, bringing awareness to other friends and families, my husband, you know, um, and I guess, yeah, I don't, I haven't really thought about the goals of why I do, I, I, I just know it's the right answer. It's the yeah. right thing to do. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's been a great journey in terms of learning and reading more materials, whether it's a documentary or book or articles. And, um, I love reading if there's a story on the mainstream news, whether it's in like CNN or the wall street journal or whatever about a new, you know, and I guess it's a whole nother discussion about whether like creating fake meat in a lab and that sort of thing. Mm. But, um, like the beyond meat type yeah, sure. of thing. But um, I love reading just about normalizing that type of thing, right? So, um, but yeah, I, I guess it's just for, for, it's just the right thing to do and I feel good. Mm. So I guess the, the number one thing for me is the commitment to my family and to want to be around with them and for them as long as I can be. Because I feel like that of all the different things that I do in my life, like 
having the kids and having like those kids have brought love into my life and filled me with love to a level that I didn't know was possible until I experienced it. Right. Mm. Like I get emotional just talking about that too, about how there's a certain level. And I know that that'll change, right? I have three girls. So yeah. talk to me now when they're four and six and talk to me again. And when they're 13. It, yeah. And then I'll be <laughs> telling them to get lost. But ultimately it's all for the family and it's all for, just wanting to have let everyone have the best shot in life that they can to realize their full potential. I I feel like through re, through realizing my own full potential, it'll enable them to realize theirs, and that's mm. what I'm in it for. Which again, it's a long game. It's not. It's a long con. It's a marathon. Yeah, it's not. It's a an sprint. endurance event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the end, it's an endurance event. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, um, and and it started back with my parents' business. I kind of saw how they could develop a community and kind of through business, like make positive change, bring community together, um, impact people's lives. And, and even I was working in real estate before this a little bit. And for me, that was always the coolest part is seeing you can help people with such a big decision in their life and see how much it impacts them. And I think that this has shares that, that same thing. We get testimonials from people all the time, people reaching out with emails. Um, talking about how much this has transformed their life. One woman that we met at Cambridge Naturals, she was like, oh, I didn't used to be able to run outside. I am going to be able to dance at a wedding. And, and just hearing that feedback is so powerful, and it just kind of makes the whole process worthwhile. So I think for us, just making, and, and then even the other day, someone, she had a corn allergy and she can't find supplements that work for her and our tartary and our protein are gonna be corn free. And so she can find something that benefits her life that wouldn't have existed without us. Um, and so I think that just creating that value is, is what's so powerful and what's really like keeps us going every day. Just to know that what I'm living in this war when I'm gone, it was something good. I did not harm anyone. I did not harm like the environment, and I just left but good vibes in this world. Like I want to like make a good impact in here before I go. Hmm. Yeah. I, I've I've had a, a major transition over the last several years, and hmm. and with my plant based and my vegan, you know, um, transformation. I guess you could call it, for lack of a better word. Um, but when I graduated. Uh, from school with my degree in environmental studies, like my dream was someday to like, you know, uh, have uh, a farm that had animals on it and was sort of like a sustainable in quotations and like renewable type farm. Um, because when I was actually in school and I was, you know, taught, well, how do we make animal agriculture more sustainable? Not, oh, is animal agriculture inherently unsustainable? <laughs> right. And so I, I graduated with, you know, the pastoral sort of like Michael Pollan-esque um, vision in my mind. I thought that would, would be like a beautiful way to live someday. Um, that's changed a lot. I mean, I still love the idea of like having like a farm maybe someday and like living on a farm and, and even having animals, but perhaps it's like more of a sanctuary, right? Mm -hmm. So... You know, it, that's been a major shift for me. Um, but I, I just maybe want to share that because, like, I think it just goes to show how people can change. Like, I thought that that was my dream and what I wanted to work towards, and, and it changed. Yeah. Like, it's okay to change those sort of things. Like, I think some people, you know, when they first learn about plant-based eating or veganism, they get scared or, or anxious because it doesn't exactly fit with the life that they pictured for themselves. Mm -hmm. That's certainly how I first felt when I learned about it. Um, you know, evidenced by my, you know, want to have a farm with animals yeah. on it yeah. and make my own cheese and yeah. think crazy things like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the more I learn and, and, you know, I, I change those dreams and, and I think now they're more meaningful and I'm more excited about them than I was even previously. So, you know, that's something maybe, I don't share a lot with people. Maybe I'm a little like, you know, uh, embarrassed about that because yeah, sure, of, you know, sure. what I'm focused on yeah, now. Yeah. But I, I think it's maybe a good, you know, sort of story to share to, for people who are like interested in this sort of thing to say like, hey, like, you know, I've been there. Yeah. Like I've been at a point where I thought this didn't fit with my lifestyle, didn't fit with my dreams and my, the future version of myself that I saw. But, you know, just trying to search for like truth and doing the right thing like it actually 
you know, improve my life uh, much, much more than I ever could have imagined. Um, not just for myself too, like for my loved ones and, and, and my relationships with people. Mm. To me, waking up and popping three pills in the morning, that's extreme, right? Getting to a point where high blood pressure in living with diabetes and, and literally stabbing yourself and taking your blood every day, um, that's extreme, right? These, these, Things that we now call normal, allergies, asthma, the things we take inhalers for, the things we carry EpiPens for, um, the things we take, you know, DayQuil for, all all this stuff um, that is normal, right? To me, that's extreme. Um, You know, what's even, what's what's extreme is is living a life um, where you're subject to medication and you're subject to um, you know, what your doctor says and, and, and you're not around to see your grandchildren grow up or you're stuck on the couch because you can't move. That's extreme. What's even more extreme is that when you, so over 600,000 U.S. citizens a year will literally have their chest cut in half in, in a vein taken from somewhere else in their body and put in their heart, so blood, so blood can get to their heart. Over 600,000 Americans will opt to do that instead of change what they eat. What is more extreme, cutting out meat and dairy or cutting open your chest? Like, come on, what? that's extreme, right? I, I think probably because of how it makes me feel and how it makes me function day to day. I would say my make green is, you know, bringing more energy to this world um, and to other people's lives and just bringing my best self forward. And I think that's what people deserve. I, you know, I try to always give my 100%, like my full attention to my patients in front of me or, you know, like any group that I'm with, I feel like I've become much more in tune with how I feel, how I make other people feel, and, you know, what I have to give. Well, a few reasons, but the number one reason is, is, well, there's a couple, there's no number one reason. It's the way that I feel. I could never articulate the way that I feel. To live in physical bliss every single second of every single day, to be able to feel like you can lift a house off the ground, that's how I feel. And to have unlimited energy to do what I explore, to do and choose to build. I work a, don't work a lot, but I, I invest a lot of my time. I don't like the word work, but I invest a lot of my time in this. If, if, if people can't keep up with me, it's just, it's just the nature of the game. But because I, I have a lot of passion, this is my, my, my calling. And so I don't, I don't get tired of doing mm-hmm. what I'm choosing mm-hmm. to do. But you said that, that we, we don't, we don't, um, you said help people, heal people, whatever. We don't heal people. It's important that people understand at the end of the day, we provide the infrastructure, the opportunity, and the products for people to heal themselves. And, and I healed myself from, 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 from the way that I felt, and I never knew what feeling good felt like. I felt like I felt good, but I'm so far from that. Every day I feel better and better and better. And I used to say, it can't get better than this. It can't get better than this. I feel amazing. And the next day I'd feel better. So I stopped saying that. So to put it into perspective, my healthiest day is tomorrow when most people, it was yesterday, and yesterday was not the greatest for them. And if they don't choose to make some changes in their lives, then just do the math. And if their healthiest day was yesterday, they don't change. It only goes downhill from there. I'm still on an upswing. I still, because I'm pushing the envelope every day because I'm so curious about how the human body, body can work and, and how you can run it like a Lamborghini, just mm-hmm. firing on all cylinders 100% of the time. So that, that's why. And, and, and now I have compassion for the animals coming to play. I, I feel like how, how dear we, in my own opinion, these, these, these innocent living beings that we're torturing and tormenting and mutilating, and then we're eating the energy from that mutilation. I don't care if you have someone else slaughter the thing and kill it and put it in a brown bag and give it to you. The transformation of that energy goes to end user. I don't care how you look at it. Mm-hmm. When you're ingesting that, man, it's, it's, it's not good. That's the best... The, Diet for depression is plant-based because you're not eating the violence, the death, the fear, the anxiety, the blood, and all that that goes into a, a meat eater's diet. 
Uh, you know, I believe, you know, we come from Mother Nature, we come from the earth, and the first time I really felt at home was in nature. And the fruits, you know, led me to that. The fruits led me to that because the fruits are such a high vibration, you know, they vibrate with the frequency of the earth. And you match, whatever your frequency is matching, that's where you end up. So I ended up in nature, I ended up vi vibrating with earth's frequency, and I truly felt connected. And if you when you eat when you're not eating the right things you're not you're not going to be connected to the earth and and you're not going to be connected to yourself you're going to be doing other things like i used to do with all the junk food all the video games i was just distracting myself i was going away from myself so you eat the low vibrational foods you're literally going away from yourself and if you look at the planet we're totally going away from ourselves we're like the opposite of what we should be we're we're like animals in a zoo I mentioned that in my very first video. We're like we're exhibiting behaviors that are that are very unnatural to us as human beings because we're beings of love, we're beings of connection, we're beings of community, and we're not doing that right now. Right now, we are totally separate from each other. We are totally separate from nature. We're literally trying to cover up nature. So once I started eating the fruits, I really finally really connected with Mother Nature, and I really understood. Like I understood, you know, about veganism, about the animals and the planet. But when I started eating more fruit and more high vibrational foods, less foods that are more more simple foods that are more similar to myself because you know the high water content they're very similar to us so it's like it's very easy to assimilate into our bodies I made that connection and I'm seeing how deep that connection goes and then you kind of realize that you are the universe that you are connected to it all like you are not separate from it and you know that's I love to go you know philosophical on it and it's, it's just a beautiful thing when you realize you're a part of it you realize that you do belong it's it's I'm, I'm happy just knowing that because growing up I just felt like I didn't belong. I felt like this was not the place for me. I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> but now I'm just like, I do belong. I have a gift here. I have a purpose to be here. And I'm part of it all. Uh, for me, it's 100% about, yeah, I may not live, you know, forever. But those later years of my life, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to live fully. I'm going to feel great. I'm not going to have as many health issues. You know, we're all kind of in the normal grind of, oh, I can't wait to retire. That's really when I'm going to have all this free time to do things. And it's okay if I'm going to make it to that time in my life, I want to feel the best I can. So it's definitely, it comes from a selfish point of view, mm. I guess. Uh, but I want that for everyone. And it, it really goes, you know, back to how it all started for me and just how quickly cancer and disease can take people that you love away from you. And if there's anything that I can do to stay with my family for as long as I can, I want to do it. <laughs> mm. I ended up watching a video, which was a lecture that an animal rights professor was giving. And, and the crux of what he was saying was, if we're causing suffering to another being and it's not necessary, then it's simply wrong. Mm. And then that question of necessity sort of sat in my mind. And I said, do we need to wear animal products? No. Do we need to use animals for entertainment? No. And then do we need to consume animal products to be healthy? And that question kind of sat with me. And I thought back to my things I had learned at Cornell as an undergraduate. And, and I, I didn't remember hearing that we needed to consume animals. And I did some other research and I read a bit, and this was all really in the course of one day of watching Earthlings and then yeah. watching this, this lecture. And I, it didn't take me long to realize we don't need to eat animals to be healthy. We can get all of the protein we need, all the calcium we need, all of the iron that we need from plant-based foods. I mean, it changed my whole life. I have an awesome career that I loved better than any other Thing I did before. Um, I started gardening and I grow a lot of my own food, um, which to me makes me feel like I'm supporting the planet, which is green and makes me like totally feeds my soul and feeds my heart to take your, like my assumption of what your make yeah. green meaning was. And I think, you know, like it brought me and my husband together and um, I would never go back. I would encourage everybody to find themselves in these kinds of choices. I definitely think that there can be a spiritual component or there can be the same pause vibes that come along with spirituality without any sort of like non-atheistic concept of the world. 
um, it will give you a deeper meaning. It will under it will help you understand how things are interconnected a little bit better, and you'll start to see how you fit into the world a lot. And for me, it was a lot easier. Yeah. Okay. So I guess my mate green is, um, you know, making a difference. You know, there's when I wake. This is a way for me to make a difference in the world. You know, on top of, you know, helping people with their health and their overall fitness. You know, I am personally contributing from when my, you know, my eyes open in the morning to my head hits the pillow at night. I've made some sort of difference, right? Because like I said, the environmental, the moral aspect and, you know, the health aspect, obviously that's my selfish reasons. Mm. You know, that's, that comes along with it, but it's, it's making a difference, Yeah. you know, and I think it's, it's a way we need to go. Mm. It's, it's the right thing to do, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, the, that's, that's kind of like my, and I know it sounds generic, but it's the way it is, dude. That's the way I think about it. And that's my make green, you yeah. know, um, you Love know, it. living a healthy, healthy life, making a difference in the world. That's it, dude. Make green means to me living a conscious life that respects the environment that respects all living beings that we share this planet with. It's being respectful of, of this world and everyone who is included in it. How would I word this? Now I can't word it. Um, like it would be harder convincing somebody who hadn't been indoctrinated into, you know, animal exploitation to exploit animals and to eat them. Like then it would be, to stop, I think, you know, it's just, it's so much just what we've been taught to do, what we've been conditioned to do and what is the social norm. And Mm -hmm. so you really have to step outside of that. Um, and that, that it takes strength to do that. You know, it takes, um, you have to really kind of put yourself out there to do that. And so like, just, you know, be comfortable with, um, kind of going against the grain we our culture values individuality we say like you know don't just like follow the herd like would you jump off a cliff just because everyone else is and this really going vegan really epitomizes that Mm. we're really doing we're just aligning our actions with the values that we already have it's not vegan values it's just human values to avoid harm and so it's just really just kind of like reversing to hey if i could start over would I really be hurting others even though I don't have to? Mm. And the answer is probably no. Unless you're sadistic, <laughs> you're probably just um, dissociated. Yeah. You know, f- people who slaughter animals are um, desensitized, but most of us have just dissociated. So it's really just a, ma- a matter of kind of, you know, going back to what would you do if you could really, if, if you hadn't been indoctrinated into this, making these choices. Mm. Um, and that's what being green means to me. For first of all, I know it it, it it causes the least amount of harm to our animal companions. There, um, you know, uh, another re- you know for health benefits now that you know uh, for the environmental impacts. Um, you know, you see all these. You know, if if we're, we're feeding all these animals on the planet, and um, you know, we could just instead of feeding all this the wheat and everything to the animals, we could eat, and basically we could we could solve world hunger um you know if we stop feeding all the animals and to eat the animals it's a it's a crazy cycle there but um you know that that's essentially why i'm vegan i i can't i cannot be a part of that madness and what those animals go through it breaks my heart and, and now what i like to do is just bring the message to to other people and um at least at least let them know there's another way and some people will will, will maybe get on that plant-based road and others won't and that's okay it's not I'm not in the results business. I just go and share the information and, and try to empower people with that information, and, and the rest is up to them. Because I've studied this law of attraction for a long time, I found that the emotions around food are the most important thing. So, for example, we have um, my kids love to roast hot dogs by the fire. And, of course, that part of me that was like, what? No way. But I saw them have so much fun that I feel like their bodies transcended the this the horror in a hot dog right but and also in the same breath that they're eating mostly whole and beautiful foods and so this once in a while hot dog isn't going to hurt them especially when they're doing something like enjoying it around a fire with their friends and so 
I think what I've witnessed and seen is that it, it the the feelings toward those foods are definitely the most important thing. I, I definitely support the the raw and the whole and all that stuff, but mostly the emotion, like you were saying earlier, when people are so afraid of a food and they won't eat it because they're afraid it's sprayed, their their fear is the thing that's creating the you know negativity in their body. Yeah, for for me, it it all it all started with compassion for animals, and you know, I when I was a little kid, I didn't always have the courage to step in, but when someone was uh, um, you know abusing a dog or little boys torturing a frog or whatever, it would always break my heart, and I would wish that I could step in. So I always had that in me, and then as I got older, and I learned um, that uh, um, that the way that we treat animals that are raised for food is is beyond horrific. You know, I, I didn't want that to be part of my own, um, you know, life choices anymore. Um, and, oh, by the way, it has huge impact for, like, my own health and people's health around me that I have some influence over. And it also feels good not to put that in my body on some spiritual level as well. Uh, for me, it all started from compassion for animals. Mm. I think that my job here in this lifetime is to help people remember their roots. And we all have roots to nature. Um, and I really, I consider myself to be a light worker. I consider myself to be meant to heal other people. And I do that through yoga and herbalism and through my music and helping people just make that connection uh, with each other and with nature um, because without that I think that we're just lost and yeah I don't know make make green to me relates to nature I think that uh, there's so many practices that we have as a society today that kind of ignore the basic fact that we came from nature, we're a part of nature, we're all connected, we're all connected to the earth, and so we have to take care of it. Like, the earth is kind of our mom, and it loves us if we would only love it back. So, well, one, I eat plant-based because it's the source of energy that's closest to the source. Um, The sun went right into there, and those little nutrients are happening. It didn't have to be like processed in a machine like for 50 steps and then like labeled and had all the life sucked out of it. Um, So I guess that's kind of the first part. Mm. But also I think that once you, it's, it really is because our like taste buds and everything gets really conditioned to whatever it is that we're eating, whether it's healthy or whether it's junk. And so if you really have been raised on, a diet of mostly processed food, it is so difficult to enjoy that. You can't even taste anything when you taste real food at first. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you just kind of like give yourself, for me, I guess being green was like giving myself that time to really experience food and really experience the flavor of mm. all of these different vegetables. Yeah, I want to. I want to end all animal suffering at the end of the day. So before I before I leave this planet, whatever I can do uh, to make the planet a little more sustainable and end uh, unnecessary suffering, that's that's my purpose. I'm super excited about like all the things I talked about are like not contributing to a lot of horrible shit. Um, selfishly, I'm super excited about feeling good. And, and not only like I could, uh, eat plants and not work out, but because I feel like I got a little extra spring in my step, I work long ass days and then come home and like get my ass on the treadmill. I don't, and that's right now, that's what excites me. Like just like feeling healthy. Mm. And maybe it's cause I'm getting older too. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like not going down without a fight, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, I feel good. Mm. Better than I felt in my 20s. Mm. Um, and then from, like, a, being a vegan entrepreneur level, like, it's super exciting to think about, like, where this can go, I, doing more cool shit. Like, you yeah. know, just 
like it's it's a world that's expanding and be being kind of in it already. I'm like, all right, man, what's the next thing? Another location, mm. another truck, eh, maybe not another truck. Like it, it feels like things are endless, and I feel like, um, yeah, the possibilities are endless, and my brain is up for the task, and I really do contribute that to to like eating really well and meditating and running and like just living a good lifestyle. So the main green idea, I suppose, for me at the moment is about making more people green. Mm. You know that idea that it takes one candle to light a thousand? Mm. I have always felt like there was another purpose for me, besides just acting, because that whole industry, you kind of end up navel-gazing mm. quite a lot. Mm. It's very self-obsessed and it's very insular and a lot of your focus has to be, rightly, on moving yourself forwards. Mm. And if you're not really careful, I think that's why artists often are susceptible to addiction and stuff like that, because you spend so much time with yourself focused on yourself. Mm. Whereas having gone vegan and then realized that actually it was something that I really wanted to share with people from a positive standpoint, and like you, talk about the benefits for it, that has now become a real passion, a real fire. We only spend two days a week doing our podcast at the moment, but it's one of those things that they're kind of two days I really look forward to mm. because it's an opportunity not only for me to learn and grow myself, which I'm predisposed to liking anyway. I love education and learning, but it's an opportunity for me to help other people through that journey. Definitely. So for me, yeah, make green is helping make the world green, I think. I love it. Right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'd say for me, it's a, kind of what I touched on earlier about uh, this connection with everyone, everyone having, it, considering each other, that just because we're all, um, you know, animals are the most different from us that we can possibly to be. Like, we, we prejudice against people for their tastes, for their sexuality, for their race, for, I don't know, their mental capabilities, whatever. And animals are just another form of that kind of another few degrees more removed from us. And I think if we can have compassion for animals and, and feel their pain as our pain, I just feel like our, that, that really opens us up as people to having compassion for fellow humans. Um, and I, I think, I suppose for me, the, 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 that, you know, that golden rule that is in most religions, pretty much all religions, um, from the Christian point of view, it's do unto no tr- do treat unto your, others of yeah how you treat your neighbor as yourself you. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I love that I, I think when somebody looks at you with love um, the way you want to be loved it's so healing and transformative like and I know this from during my teenage years when I struggled so much with my self-image and self-worth and I thought I was worthless and I hated myself and anytime I would meet that that person who was able to love me as I was and not judge me and not expect me to be different and not even have to fully know me it was so it was just hugely transformational and um, it, yeah healed me and I think that that's what the world needs more of that that kind of love and understanding and compassion and I think veganism as you say it really it broadens you that way spiritually it makes you think of others that way and it makes you think you know you meet somebody who has a very different view and you step into their shoes and you see the world as they see it and you understand like even not to get all political but when I see people ragging on you know Donald Trump Mm. for one who is obviously a very polemic figure it's like why don't you ask why does he feel this way what has made him so full of hate or prejudice or or, or made him so selfish and how can you speak to somebody speak to the little boy in him that was you know brought up that way and relate that way and I Mm. think veganism really makes you uh, take yourself outside of yourself and put yourself into somebody an animal for example who is so different from you and care for them and love them
For those that are interested in adopting a plant-based lifestyle, you're in luck. That's what I do. I work with men and women all over the world to adopt this lifestyle, to heal inflammation, to get off their medications and treat their health at the source, which is with diet and lifestyle. My program called Seven Weeks for the Rest of Your Life is designed to teach you exactly how to transition into a healthier lifestyle. And I give you all the tools, all the resources, everything you need to adopt this lifestyle and apply it to your life for years to come. For more information on my course, pop over to eatgreenmakegreen.com slash coaching. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Have a great week. (laughs) 